0: Hey, I'm Benji, and welcome to our podcast, We the Systems. I didn't really know that we were doing a podcast until about earlier this week. <laughs> um, Conan hadn't really told any of us, but, I mean, this is Jill. I didn't know if he had anything in plan for the second episode, but I kind of just was in the mood to do an episode, and I wanted to make it about fictives, since I am one. Um... And yeah, so Conan, sorry if you had a plan for the second episode, but I'm doing what I want. But I mean, when do I not? So, a fictive is basically an alter who is based off of a fictional source. So they could be fi- based off a book, TV show, a movie, a manga, any of that really, Um, a musical web series sorry (laughs) um there's not really any limit to that as long as it's a fictional source um there's also factives which are based off of factual sources but I'm not going to be talking about this in this episode I'm just talking about fictives so personally I am a fictive I'm from the book Bear Town. I don't know if anybody's ever read it before um I feel like there's some big differences being effective in a system versus not. I mean, I don't really have the experience not being effective in a system, but I've noticed when new alters have formed and they haven't been fictives, they've haven't had a strong opinions on things. <clears throat> For example, my source, I'm very aggressive and. I still think that I kept some of that aggression when I formed here, but I definitely don't have it as much, and it's definitely towards specific things. But new alters, if they're aggressive when they formed in our system, they don't seem to exactly like know the reason why as much as me. And, I mean, that's all right, I guess, but there's that. And then there's also I've noticed that they don't really have some of them have pseudo memories, but not as many of them have pseudo memories as the fictives who have formed um pseudo memories are basically fake memories of stuff that like the body hasn't really experienced, so I have memories of stuff that hasn't actually happened but has happened in the book that I'm from um. For example, a very really shit event happened to Maya. And she's from the book Beartown, and we actually we have a victim of her as well. We have a few from my source, because I guess it really hit us hard. But I have memories of that, and I think about it a lot. And I also have memories of being on my hockey team in Beartown. Um, which... The bodies never played hockey, so those memories clearly aren't from childhood, and it's not like the body knew who Maya was, so, I mean, those are really, like, that's about it, the fake memories. Um, that affects me in the way where some of it can motivate me and some of it could make me feel like shit. Like, stuff that happened to Maya, I think about that a lot, even though it didn't happen, so... It kind of feels weird. It's like, why am I thinking about something that never actually happened? And why am I getting so pissed off about it? And why do I hate people from my source when, like, they were just something written by some dude? uh, What's his name? Frederick Backman. (laughs) I don't know. It's just kind of all weird. But in the way where it motivates me, I guess... I was, it's not that I've ever been motivated about school, I haven't, but my whole life I've just wanted to be a hockey player, and I guess the body has never played hockey and doesn't know how to ice skate, and that's just something that I've wanted to do, so because of that, my front a bit more, because I just want to go to an ice rink eventually, I don't know when I'm going to, but I want to soon. And I do some of the sh- responsibilities, like I'll take care of the body, I'll take a shower when I have to. I'll do all that so that, like, if I get the responsibility time like done, then we'll have some free time, and then maybe I can head to the rink someday. Um, hopefully. So. Hockey's is definitely my motivator, and if I wasn't a fictive, I doubt I'd have all these memories and my love for hockey. And yeah, so I guess that's been a big difference. Um, along with pseudo memories, I've noticed that like with fictives, some of them identify with their source more than more. So what that means is basically some people who are fictives, based off of their source, they might just look like the person but they may not have any of the pseudo memories they may not really even have similar personality traits or they could look different but just be slightly based off where they have some personality traits or maybe a few memories so i differ from clarence where clarence is slightly based off oliver wood from harry potter he doesn't look a lot like him but he has a similar mindset some similar personality traits and he is a wizard so, me on the other hand, I'm Benji from Bear Town. <laughs> Um I, well I can't say I look like Benji because Benji's from a book and he didn't really have a thing, but I do fit the description. And I heard that before we had, like before I formed, we had to do a character presentation for a class and... Um, we were assigned, like, Source Me, and we had to do a picture of what they thought that I looked like, and I ended up forming with, like, looking like that. So I guess it's what the mind, like, really visualized, clearly, since they chose that picture. <laughs> um, I also have the memories, I have a lot of memories of some hockey matches. I have memories of the events that happened to Maya. Again, I'm not going to specify that here, because I don't think that's really... That's a really... Some really triggering shit happened. Um, But, yeah. I also have memories of some violence that happened in Beartown. I have some memories of... um, Not going into detail with this either, just... Those are my personal stuff. But some things that happened with this bass player I knew. um, A lot more. But I just... I remember all of those and it feels like it actually happened. Even though I never personally experienced it, I guess. And then I also have some personality traits from my source. Like, I'm still pretty blunt... I don't really give a damn about school I really like hockey and I know that's like that's an interest not a personality trait but I feel like when you're a hockey player hockey kind of it becomes a personality trait and I feel like you won't really get it unless you play that sport and are am really into a sport um I'm different from him in some ways too I still I like to say that I'm an asshole if you deserve to be like if you I'm wow okay I'm an asshole to you but if I am then you deserve it and I feel like that kind of resembles me in the book except in the book I mean I feel like I was more avoidant of things in the book but I'm just here like me I'm not nearly as much And I'm just kind of very blunt about things, very real and very honest. Well, Source Me, he had some things that he was dealing with, and I mean, I still deal with some of those issues, but he lets it out in the wrong ways, and I only let it out to people who deserve it, I feel. Um, but yeah, that's probably enough about me. I don't know how educational this is, but rather just me talking about my life as a fictive. But, I mean, maybe it gave a new perspective than just me spitting out facts. I'm not really that kind of guy. I'm not someone who's like, oh, yes, the hypochond... Not the hypochondrio. (laughs) The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Because I feel like you get it, but you don't really, like, learn much from just spitting out facts yeah um being told one last thing is to talk about like being effective in a system and it's different from being a kinny. <laughs> um so people sometimes might like confuse that where like being like a fiction kin or whatever that's kind of just like really identifying with a character and like to the point where it could be like spiritual or stuff like that or like Having those personality traits, that's really different because a kinny's is not a system. And I mean, a system could have an alter who kins, but like their kin isn't an alter within themselves. And like while there's like people who do kin and that's valid and shit, like a system isn't that. And a kin shouldn't be using like system like terms because that's just not how kinning works. Um... Because, I mean, kins... Like, deity is a traumagenic disorder, and you don't pick... I'm not saying that you pick your kins. I don't really know how kinning works. But, like, you don't pick your alters that you have, and they kind of just... They form unconsciously to help with whatever you're dealing with, because the brain feels like the amount of alters there are can't handle it right now, and all that. And I don't know if Conan talked about that in the first video, like, with splitting and stuff. But... Usually with fictives, the brain feels that there's something that could really help, like, a quality from the person, from, like, the, from the character. So, for me, I'm pretty blunt, I'm pretty honest, (laughs) um, and I feel like that, like, I don't know if the brain thought that I could help in that way, because I feel like... Others in the system are pretty avoidant of stuff. Um, They kind of, most of them seem very unconfrontational, very passive, very easy to be, like, pushed over. And I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> I guess maybe the brain saw something about that. That's my only guess. So because of that, like, I'm a protector. So when we're dealing with stuff, like, I'm the one who will, like, I'll help... Oh my God, I'm not wording this well. But like if we're dealing usually with like a verbal like argument, I'll come out because I can be honest about it and I can just say how we're actually feeling instead of sugarcoating things or instead of being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're right, even if like they're not right and we don't agree at all. So I don't really step down because of fear. I'd rather be honest about things. I don't like to say I'm an asshole, but I like to say that I'm blunt. And if you take that as being an asshole, I mean, do what you will. <laughs> um, But I guess that's what they saw in me. And I mean, usually most other fictives, they like see equality in. Or another thing is sometimes like obviously like book characters or TV show characters or movie characters. They could have some sort of like trauma that could happen to them in it. And the trauma might be similar to, like, what the body actually experienced during, tra- during not during trauma, <laughs> during childhood or just, like, a bit later. Um, and the brain could think that that could, like, help the system process the trauma more by having them, by having a different experience in person. So usually they'll be, like, they could be, like, a trauma holder. Um, I don't know if Clarence explained that. I mean, we'll probably have a different episode for explaining Alter's rules and probably should have done that before just doing a fictive episode, but I really do what I want. Um, But another thing, it's probably the last thing I wanted to say because it's getting... I mean, I don't know how podcasts usually last. I've never really watched a podcast. I feel like they're pretty... I don't know, I'm not even a big fan of podcasts or books or really anything. I like movies. <laughs> even then. I'm not even a huge movie dude. I'm not a huge media guy. But basically fictives like with that being said, with the like with the reasoning why fictives can't form, some systems might have a lot of fictives. Because that's what the brain needs and Basically, some people think that it's okay to invalidate systems for having fictives or having a lot of them, or factives, really. introjects in general. Intrajects are basically the umbrella term for fictives and factives. But if a system has a lot of fictives or factives that does not mean that they're invalid. It means that that's what their brain unconsciously, like, that's just the type of alter their brain unconsciously made more of. And invalidating somebody because of that is really not okay because they don't, you don't choose your alters. Like, my system, they didn't just be like, oh yeah, I want Benji to exist. Like, when I formed it, like, they didn't even like me yet in the book. I mean, by the end, they were like, okay, he's a pretty cool dude. But when I formed, they kind of th- they thought that my character was an asshole. So, like, why would they choose me out of everyone? But they didn't choose me. The brain felt that there was qualities in me that could really help with dealing with certain situations. And I feel like that's just really important to know. But yeah. I think I'm going to end this here. Um, Conclusion. Really, there's a lot, like, to summarize it. Basically, fictives are really different. There's no set way to be a fictive. There's no right way to be a fictive. Fictives could have memories from their source. They could not. Fictives could have distinct personality traits from their source. They could not. They could identify heavily. They might not. No matter what, that's really okay um, a system could have a lot or a little amount of fictives in their source, um, and that's also okay. The brain doesn't choose what type of alters it gets, so you have no right in validating others. And, yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed the second episode of We the Systems, and if you stayed for the whole, like, 17-18 minutes, thank you. I really appreciate it. And have a good rest of your day.